From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. So what beer-related things have you been up to? Not as much as I would like. I've been consuming plenty. I mean, we well, that's important. just had whole 4th of July thing happen. I don't even want to go there. I know. Yeah. Well, could you re- could you if you wanted to? Could I go there? Uh, bits and pieces of it. <laughs> I know mass quantities of bad beer were consumed. I had spot no, I had McGolden Lights and Budweiser's. Yeah, there was a keg of something. I don't remember what it was. Keystone. Uh, no, no, it was, I mean, it was either Bud or Miller, okay. but it was, it was a thing, and then there was beer pong, and yeah, I don't know, it was a whole thing. <laughs> no, um, I have been talking to Chad, because we have our homebrew session coming up in a couple of weeks for the club. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's still a thing, and I think we've decided on a Hefeweizen. Awesome. That so you guys are you guys doing a collaboration half of Eisen or uh well Kim said she really doesn't care what we brew. She's just kind of on board for let's get together and make something. Okay. So uh, we're gonna be doing it at her place. I believe I mentioned that before. Uh we're using her hops entirely. And what kind of hops does she grow? Uh like seven different kinds. That did not answer my question. Uh, I believe Cluster is at least one of them. Okay. Uh, a couple of the sea hops, I, th- I think she has most of them. So you're gonna. So what? What are you looking to bitter your half with? I am not sure. Because yet. you want either a noble or something like that. I don't know yet. Like well, I said, no. That's about as far as we got. Okay. We want to we make a hefeweizen. That is as far as we've gotten. All right. Well, I mean, style is style's a big part of the battle, especially with a half of ice. That's fifty yeah. percent pills, fifty percent wheat, yeah. and like an ounce of something for <laughs> bittering, and then you're done. I know uh, there is a lot of room for nuance, but as far as the it's, base, uh, recipe, yeah, a lot of it goes into the yeast, man. <laughs> no, that's true, and I'm definitely gonna go out of my way and get some liquid yeast for this one. All right, I, good. I, I just want to do it, do it up real, real nice. Nice. Uh, do you have any homebrews planned for the near future? Uh, not really. This month got away from me again, and so I'm booked solid until middle of August every okay. weekend. Okay. So I don't know <laughs> when I'm gonna brew if I have a chance to. Um, just been kind of taking care of the uh, the stout. I gotta pitch a high grav yeast tomorrow because I didn't have a chance to pick it up this afternoon. Okay. Uh, and get that chewing through. Took a gravity reading on Friday. How's it looking? Uh, we're about 20 points above where we want to be. We're at about 40, 1040 right now. Is that expected? To be uh, we expect it to be a little bit lower, but what are you going to do? The yeast only ate so much, and so we're just um, got to pitch another. An option is the CBC yeast. That's what available. I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, I've just, I've just heard really, really good things yep. about it. I've also used it in the past. I had a... A beer that was just it did not want to ferment, yeah. and it, it's it was you, does divine have that one? Yes. Okay. Yep, cool. That, then, that one's a dry yeast. Yeah, that's oh, and that's fine because I mean we use ten fifty six because it's a nice clean yeast. 
Yep. Um, and it's not going to impart a whole lot of flavor. CBC, I believe, doesn't imp- is pretty clean as well. It, it's it's one of the reasons they use it mm-hmm. uh, because it's like if there's sugar, it will find it and it will start. Yeah, doing and this we thing. and we just we just need to chew it to chew through about another twenty gravity points so yep. we can get down to ten twenty. And it's also just known for a very neutral, like non-existent yep. flavor profile, which is exactly what we're looking for. So I, though I I will say. Eric is stupidly impatient. Like, it's it's bad. <laughs> I, I'll get I, I'll get messages every day. How, how's how's the how's the beer doing? I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a week. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> Same as yesterday. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a week. <laughs> right. Except it's been twenty four hours longer. Right. It's probably fermenting. That's what beer does. Right. It, it takes its time. Yeah. No. Uh, I was going to say one more thing about the CBCs. The one time I did use it, I had a a one gallon batch going, and it needed to go like fifteen more points, and it just wasn't moving. It had been weeks. I put it in there uh, after rehydration. It was bubbling again in about forty five seconds. Awesome. Yeah. Just immediately. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping we'll be able to chew through this in. I don't know, ten the twenty points in ten days, ten fourteen days. Yeah, it shouldn't take too awful. Well, long. yeah, and I know Eric is chomping at the bit to get this in barrels. I'm like, dude, it's ready when it's ready. I can't make it go faster. Time is an ingredient, especially for bigger <laughs> beers. Right. <laughs> I mean, I know he's on a deadline and everything. Yeah, but. I mean, it's it's expected that and just the whole issues we'd been having. Yeah. Well, issues we haven't really. No, it, it was the the readings. Yeah, the, the, the readings. The yeah. readings was all sorts of things. Yeah, but fix that the next day. So <laughs> I just put more stuff in it. We were good. Yes, uh, but but it does taste really good. Good, even no, I'm, even I'm twenty points high. Uh, were there any other adjuncts that were getting late added? Uh, yes. What what did we have? Uh, going? Maple and coffee. Maple and coffee. Okay. Yep. So when do, when are they going in? Do we know? Uh, we have a couple of different ideas, um, and it really depends on what day I talk with Eric. Okay, it's 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 all over the place right now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to nail it down in the next couple of days here. Uh, my personal or some of my votes would be towards. Uh, I, I I don't care where the maple goes in, but I would also like to condition with it, and. The coffee. I'm thinking maybe just add coffee right before bottling. That's well. That's when the coffee's going in. It's yeah. right before. Um, it, I think it's just the easiest to control. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. And the as for maple, few different things. But the problem is we only have X amount of maple right now, and so we need more maple. Uh, I went to the Ellsworth Cheese Curd Fair thing that they had, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly small for his much cheese as they make mm-hmm. uh but there was a little kiosk there this lady makes her own honey she's got her own her own bee farm and stuff like okay. that so if you ever need honey i grabbed her card and, and her stuff is really really good totally doesn't help us with maple miles no but that was a thing <laughs> so if you ever need or want honey because we talked about honey and okay. sugars and stuff awesome yeah all right well uh why don't we dive right into our topic yes and so this is the, yes, oops, I forgot the art of salvaging. So we all have those days where we kind of. Oh, I totally th- thought you just said that you forgot about the art of salvaging. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> just the way you said that sentence really threw me. You're like, oops, I forgot the art of salvaging. <laughs> I was waiting for that pause. Nope. Nope. Uh, so we've all had those days where we just, something slips our mind. And the question is, what do I do? Can I, you know, can I fix insert problem here? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to walk through this hypothetical brew day where, of course, I am forgetting absolutely everything because I'm a horrible screw-up and I have the wonderful, the flawless, except for the manifold, Casey to help me. Yeah, I know. I use a false bottom, which makes me flawless. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I got all my ingredients. I'm going to start brewing. And I heat up my water. I put the grains in the mash tun. And I put in my strike water. Okay. Well, son of a gun, I forgot to warm up my mash tun. My mash temp is just way too low. Add more hot water, man. <laughs> It'll be okay. Well, actually, what kind of mash tun are we using? Mine. Okay, why, why a cooler. Mine? Yeah, a cooler. Okay, so we're using a cooler tun? Yeah, add more hot water. Add more hot... Uh, just bring up, bring the temp up. Uh, are there any consequences of mashing too low? Uh, Yeah, your extract... Depending on how low you go, your extraction is going to be terrible. Um, or you're not going to get conversion. Um... Or you're going to get a thinner wart than you want. Right on. Uh, So there are several ways. Do you suggest I just take some of that water back out, heat it up, and put it back in? I was just going to add more hot water. Add more hot water? Uh, How hot can I go? I mean... Um, I go, like... I'll boil... What I'll usually do is I'll take a gallon and I'll put it in my, my little electric kettle. Okay. And I can put about a gallon of water in there. So I'll heat that up to boiling and let that sit for five minutes. So it's five minutes off, okay. off boil. And then I'll add add a little bit, stir it in, add a little bit, stir it in. Because usually you're only looking for uh, a two to three degree bump. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that'll usually bump me up. So as long as it's like not boiling and depending on how, like if you're just adding a little bit, it's not going to hurt anything in the grand scheme of things. Hell, you could probably put boiling water in there. As long as it, it's a little bit at a time, you're yeah. not going to hurt anything. Yeah, uh, especially if there's still some of that headspace over the grain, et yep. cetera, because then the, the heat dissipates enough that it's not shocking any grains, or at least yep. not enough well, to and, hurt and, your Yeah, recipe. any grains that it would shock, it's like, but it's going to cool down so like so fast. Well, fair enough. Well, great! You got me. You got me on the right. All track. right, Miles. I, I we're gonna get this beer going. And in all the distraction, I forgot to set the timer to my mash. Uh, can Start I, it now. Can, can I accidentally mash too long or something? You can mash too long, but like you're you're looking at like half hour, an hour. Like that'd be too long. Your sixty minute rest, if it goes. 15 minutes over, not a huge deal. Okay. Uh, can I mash not long enough? Yes. Yes, what, you can. What are the consequences uh, if I did that? Uh, not full conversion. Uh, poor efficiency. Okay. So if I just, if I forget in that first uh, 5 to 20 minute range, just, just go for another hour. Just go for another hour and run with it? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, glad I have you here helping me along. <laughs> See... Yeah. This oops, I forgot brewing. That's uh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I pick on you too much. I'm picking on myself today. Right? You get to be the hero Woo! who, for some reason, still doesn't want a manifold. Uh, that's because 
the false bottom is better. <laughs> okay, so you know those little things that a person neglects sometimes? I had one of those brain farts just a moment ago. I forgot to refill my my propane tank. Will the wort be okay if it sits after the boil? After the boil? After the boil. So I got them, or excuse me, before the boil. Before the boil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh, no consequences at all? Just keep it covered. And so, like, stuff doesn't go in it. But, yeah, I don't really think you're going to run into any issues. Fair enough. Uh, I, I did do some research, and it may or may not be quite that easy. Um, because coming out of mash, it's not been boiled yet. There is the room for bacteria to be in there and start making use of that sugar. Yeah. So if you're talking about a quick jaunt to the hardware store, no problem. Yeah, oh, don't, don't, don't leave it overnight. Yeah. Unless you really want that delightful sourness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if delightful is the term you want to look for. Okay. Uh, some, that stanky ass sourness that you really don't want. I have heard, or I, I did read some terms, uh, vomit being one of them. <laughs> that if you start to leave your unboiled wort out too long, it. It yeah, you need alive. you need to be at least hot enough to sterilize it. Yeah, uh, and so one of the things that can happen is even if you have just a little bit of propane, you know, obviously not enough to to boil completely. Boil it for as long as you know. Boil it for about ten minutes if you can get it out, and that'll help to kill anything that is in there, and stretch out your. Or it's time to cut up a tree and start a fire in your backyard to get that. <laughs> I like where this is bonfire. <laughs> a bonfire where beer ends up being the right, conclusion. Just to heat up that wort. Yes. Uh, but in other words, short period of time, no problem. Long period of time, problem. Better reconsider. All right. Well, I'm glad I got that figured out. It was only about 10 or 15 minutes. Didn't All right. Didn't have any issues. And I don't know what I was thinking. I let Eric borrow my wort chiller. I don't have a wort chiller. What am I going to do about this hot wort? Time to go buy a bag of ice and a big bucket. <laughs> so just uh, ice bath? Yeah, that's what I would do. Well, depends on the size of your batch. Five gallons, ice bath. Uh, no problem. What would you do for ten gallons? <sighs> Man, I don't know. Go buy another wart chiller. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're not going to, if you have ten gallons of wart, I guess I would get it down to about, like for me, I would do whatever I could do to get it down to about 120 degrees, 100 120, 130. I mean, you're not going to get a cold break, so that's going to suck. But if you can get it that down that low and get it into your fermentation chamber or wherever you like to ferment, and just let it sit over, like in a sanitized in your in your fermentation vessel overnight to get it down to temp, and then pitch in the morning. Okay, that's. I mean. Yeah, it's going to suck, but at least you can get it out of the kettle and get everything cleaned up and move on with your day instead of letting it sit in the kettle for 10 hours. <laughs> uh, is 10 hours too long even? Like, I mean, are there consequences of letting boiled wort sit out for too long? I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, as long as it's sanitized and covered and... This is uh, this would be another example similar to the to the previous one. Uh, in this, But in this case, if you are clean, uh, you can go for longer I, mm -hmm. um, but this is definitely one that uh, it can go either way you could let it sit for just a little bit of time and be completely screwed if you have poor sanitation or you can let it sit 
overnight without a problem if you have good sanitation. I think the longest I've gone is 48 hours. 48 hours 48 without hours. an issue? Yep. Uh, yeah, and I w- could have gone longer, I'm sure, but I I just I had forgotten to get my starters stepped up, and so I let it sit for two days while I got my starters going. Oh, fair enough. Um, otherwise, uh, is is there, I mean, other than that, is there a reason that cooling your wort quickly is a good thing? Uh, cooling your wort quickly is going to, at the end, you're going to have a cleaner beer, uh, a cleaner looking beer, uh, just because you're going to get that cold break and some of those proteins are going to come out of suspension and drop out and your final product will look nicer. But So you might have a hazy beer, but that's not a big deal. All right, fair enough. And we already kind of addressed this, but oh, oh my gosh, I was feeling so exhausted. I completely neglected to start my yeast. Yeah, uh, let it sit. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's that's what I would do. Uh, if you're really worried about it, um, you could uh, take your smack pack that you have or whatever uh, under pitch and just pit, uh, and then just throw in another one as soon as you can. Yeah. Uh, just do just double up your your pitch. Uh, so like it's, instead of doing like one smack pack, do two. So in, instead of having to start, I can always just buy extra yeast and, and go that direction. Yeah. More expensive, but at least I don't have to let it sit. Exactly. All right. Fair enough. I've got a question for you. I don't know how I manage. Or excuse me. So yeah, uh, it's been three days of very active fermentation at this point. I looked back at my notes and I realized I did not take my original gravity reading. Am I completely screwed as to knowing what the ABV is going to be? Um, I don't know. What what's the uh, what efficiency did you write your uh, recipe for? I I I usually go for seventy five, but sometimes I get more, sometimes I get less. Yeah, but you have a ballpark now, so just guess. Seventy five. Okay. Yeah. No. So. In this situation, which happens to me more often than I care to admit, <laughs> uh, I take a, I, I mean, I just take what my average efficiency of my brew house is, and I just go with that. I say, okay, I hit these numbers. I might be up or down a few points, but in the end, of the, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be in that five percent, six percent, or like you know, within a within a percentage point of where I want to be ABV wise. Okay. Um, and so I can kind of figure it out that way. It's not the most accurate method. Uh, I know you you came up with a or you found a like this awesome formula and stuff. I found uh, two things. Uh, one is um, applicable to yours. Okay. And it's uh, you take the apparent attenuation of your yeast and you do some backwards math to. F- from your uh, final from gravity your final. to estimate your original gravity. And I suppose if you use that in tandem with your, you know, work it in with your brew house efficiency, I, I've read that that'll get you within Yeah. Within well, yeah, because, I mean, well, you know what your target OG was? And yeah. so you, if you just uh, assume that you hit your target OG uh, within a few points and then you figure out what your final OG is, especially if your final... Or your 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 FG is uh, if you especially if your final is right at or around where you expected to be, then usually you hit your numbers on the top end too. Yeah, uh, and I found this that I thought was just fantastic, and um, I I worked with some people's numbers online 
to see that this was actually a pretty, pretty cool way of doing it. If you happen to have a hydrometer and a refractometer, you can work out the alcohol by volume to within about a quarter of a percent. Which we are going to test as soon as we find a vessel to do things yeah, in. Yeah, so Be- I totally told Casey we were going to do this and yeah, use I his didn't hydrometer. Process, I didn't process that information. And so he hands me a hydrometer with no tube with which to use. That's because I don't use a tube. I use a fermentation vessel. But clearly we discussed that we were going to be like doing this on a Sam Adams or something. Yeah, I know, but I didn't put two and two together. Oh. You know how it goes. Oops, you forgot. Yeah, how do I salvage <laughs> this month? Well, I don't know. I looked and I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, so this, this method relies on the fact that the hydrometer... Uh, deals just directly with uh, density, typically sugar, in a pure water solution, um, which can be corrected for knowing that it also has alcohol in it. And the refractometer works on the refraction of light through the solution, which is also affected by alcohol in a known way. And uh, putting it in this uh, ugly-looking but not overly complicated formula what you do is you put in the specific gravity, so like 1.014. Or actually, I think the one I had was 1.008 as the specific gravity. And then you also put in the brie from the refractometer. Okay. And then it gives you the estimated ABV. And so th- uh, one that I had found online said specific gravity 1.008. With the re reading of six, gave a an ABV of five point six five, compared to the actual five point four five. Okay. So and and that was I mean that's that's close. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean that's within the margin of error for sure. Yeah, and so one of the things I am interested in doing is applying that to our stout. Okay. So that we can, uh, in this way. I mean, at this point, we can do a a reverse calculation and guesstimate what our original gravity gravity was. But I took a reading. We took half a dozen readings, and none of them seemed to match up. No, I took one after I put all the sugar in. Fair enough. (laughs) I know, but it's still... Yeah, no, I know. I'm curious. Well, you can be curious all you want. Well, I, I don't know. It's... I think it's very, very useful, especially since I have a refractometer yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. and a hydrometer that I'm just going to want to do this to almost all the beers that I make now. I mean, because if, if I'm going to be off by less than a quarter of a percent... Might as well. Might as well. All right. Is there another salvageable moment? No. Or was that the final well, one? If, if we were going to salvage any moment, it would be you magically having a tube that we could use for this. Well, I don't think we could salvage that one. I'm sorry. <sighs> the pain. I'm it no, it it lets us do an entire other episode on this. No, or it, at least a, a segment. Yeah, it it'll be interesting. Um Yes. All right, cool. Oh no. I wasn't ready. He wasn't ready, guys. What the heck? Now we're just gonna have dead air and I'm just monologuing coming up with words. Well to you say. can stop now. <laughs> 
All right, guys, uh, if you enjoyed this show or any of our other shows, uh, why don't you go and support us at patreon.com slash blindnerdstudios or click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, or if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnerdstudios.com, click on the Amazon affiliate link at the bottom of our page, do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. Super easy for you to do, and you're helping us out, so why not do that? If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or would love to send us some beer, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios, or you can follow us on Facebook at blind underscore ninja. And just adding this real quick uh, for that calculator in question for the refractometer hydrometer, they have it on the Northern Brewer website. Good to know. Yeah, so that is available because I didn't feel like spelling out the long and unnecessary actual function. That makes sense. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to a close, so I'll see you next week. 